Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome back to episode 128 of One Drunk Brother and One Sober Brother on the podcast. Uh, my Myself, Jared, has taken tonight off. We had a pretty long weekend and still in a little, feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, but Oft. I'll bounce back. Got to push uh, through it. Nah, dude, I just, I didn't, I just, one of those nights that, you know, it's very rare you hear a Ryan brother say, I don't feel like drinking. And tonight's one of those nights I just, it doesn't sound appeasing to me. Uh, but Travis, what, hey, are you, what are you drinking on? I'm drinking uh, some whipped vodka and lime juice. There you go. Low cal. Got, got a cracking little old low cal key lime pie uh, drink. Had it already pre-made in the fridge. I myself didn't feel like drinking, but Mama didn't raise no bitch uh, the second she, time around. She, I was the yeah, second she, time around. She raised one at least. Uh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be back next week and just. After Travis's long bachelor party weekend, just wanted to take a week off and kind of reset myself. Uh, but anyway, who gives a shit? Uh, we are going to talk about the NFC. We did our AFC preview last week. So if you haven't listened to that yet, pause, listen, and go right back. Um, do you like that reference there? It was some, it was some song reference. Pause, <laughs> listen, and go right back. Um, no idea. Don't know. I think you just made it up. No, it's definitely a song. Now it's going <laughs> to drive me fucking crazy. Now I can't even think. Pause. No welcome and go right back. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a, it's a Bryce Vine song. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Sour, Sour Patch Kids. Pause yeah. and fuck it and go right back. Tell them I'll just there kiss my go. ass. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I would, I definitely wouldn't have thought of that. Anyway. I said it, but. Anyway, yeah, anyway yeah. if you haven't, go go listen to last week. It was all about the AFC. So this week we're going to move on to the NFC um, and talk about all about that and give you a little mini Super Bowl preview. I don't think it's super necessary to dive into that too much because next week it's on to fantasy football. But before we get into uh, the National Football Conference, the NFC, we're going to kick off the show with a little bit of pop culture talk. Um, another thing right here. You haven't finished season two of Outer Banks. Pause and skip ahead about, I don't know, five minutes or so, because we're going to talk about that. It's been out for almost two weeks now. If you haven't seen it by, yet by now, it's your fault. Uh, Outer Banks, great show. A little bit of a high school teen drama, but I like it. Yeah, it's it's been out for long enough to where if you're going to watch it, then that's on you, and it's now spoiler time. Absolutely. So um, what did you think of the second season of Outer Banks? Do you think it was as good as the first season, better? I thought it was just as good, in my opinion. I mean, I, yeah, maybe, I maybe slightly, slightly below yeah. season one, just because, I mean, it's so hard to top. And, uh, like, I'm pretty sure I binged season one within 24 hours of starting the first episode. Uh, whereas second, 
second season, I watched like the first seven episodes in one night and then one episode a night for the remaining three. So like, I wasn't like dying, dying to watch it, but I was super still excited about it. See, it was the exact opposite for me and Carly. Like we were starting it and like, it was good. Like the first couple episodes, but like we could watch like two or three and then be like, all right, you know, we're done for the night. But once we got like two thirds, three quarters of the way through it, like we watched the last four, four episodes in one night. Um, so that was kind of how we were at. I would also say like, it, it was just as good, but if I had, if you're like gun to my head, pick one, I would say season one slightly gets a bit a better bump um, just because, but they had a lot of drama still. They somehow wrapped another treasure hunt into this with the cross and things like that. I mean, I thought it was, I thought they did go to storyline. I, I was worried it was be corny, you know, trying to like force some more treasure shit in there. Yeah, that wasn't the case. I thought it, they did a damn good job and they really just left a cliffhanger for season three. So yeah. obviously there has, I mean, there has to be one or else. Oh yeah. There's definitely going to be season three. The big cliffhanger, obviously John B's dad, is he dead? Is he alive? A lot of people think that last scene was a flashback. Um, I could argue for either one. I think it was in, in the present. So uh, yeah, there's no way that was a flashback. I don't know why they would show that flashback to, to end the season of him before he just died. to fuck people over but i uh i don't think that's the case that would be kind of shitty of them to do that so uh season two phenomenal i think outer banks probably the hot i mean i would say easily the hottest show oh by far there I is mean, right now yeah i mean that first of all netflix puts out so much shit but like whenever a show is good is as good as outer banks like it goes insanely viral because everyone has access. I think if they really wanted to has access to a Netflix account. Um, whereas not everyone these days has access to network television. So uh, if your show's on TV, like Dave, love Dave, but it's on FXX. Like I have direct TV and I don't even get FXX. I have to watch it next day on Hulu with fucking commercials. Yeah. That's saying like, it's still next day on Hulu. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but I don't think nearly as many people have Hulu as they have Netflix. So that's what I'm saying. No way. I wouldn't think so, but I would I would argue to say that Hulu has better stuff than Netflix. I disagree. I I can scroll like Hulu. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's like their platform on a Roku. I don't like it. Um, I also have HBO Max now. So oh, the user interface is horrible. Hulu sucks. Hulu's like I'm. It's so much easier to scroll through Netflix and find something than it is to scroll through Hulu and find something. Yeah, I wish Hulu would start doing like where if you have Hulu like. I guess you can pay for the live TV part, but like the Dave and bachelor bachelorette. I know there's like, the, those are big ones on Hulu too. The shit gets spoiled. Uh, call me soft. I don't care. Watch the bachelorette this past season and got everything spoiled for me last night before I could watch it today because when it came out on Hulu, yeah. so that was, I was pissed. If you're worried about spoilers, you got to stay off Twitter. I mean, that's just it. It is what it is. I mean, it's no, it's you have to say apparently everything. Like if you're one of those people that spoils it, like a live event where, you know, not everyone's watching the night of, then fuck you. I mean, I could argue either way. I mean, if you are that worried about spoilers, just stay off social media until you can watch it. Something for like, but it's so, I don't know. So different for a show like the bachelor and bachelorette, like, you watch the whole season just to find out who wins. 
Oh, is it? The, is it over now? Yeah, it was over. Like uh, last night was the finale. See, I have no fucking idea. I can't keep up with that shit. Yeah. Um, anyway, we got way off topic there. Outer Banks was great. Um, season two, what comes next? Not really sure, um, but there should be a third season. Absolutely. Great show. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you are now catching the tail end of this. Do um, you have anyone for the down bad segment before we jump into the NFC preview? I really didn't have anybody for down bad. Um, myself, I guess, but that's about it. Uh, I have kind of something that's uh, a little different. Got to take a little different approach this week. Okay. Down bad. <laughs> The future are generations of baseball. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Little League World Series is back. They're having that this year. Before the podcast, I was doing my prep. Had on the, I don't know what the fuck they even call it, I guess, regionals of Little League World Series on ESPN+. Plus. It's actually Columbia, Missouri's team versus Fargo, North Dakota's team. And boy... If that's what we had to look forward to in the future of our baseball, I know they're young, but holy shit, they were horrible. You're watching regionals. Like, I think, like, so not to not to downplay the kids that make it win the Little League World Series, but I know the product that that produces compared to some other competitive baseball leagues is not the best. And you know that just as well as I do. Oh, I do, but I'm just, you would think, I would think that I would see like some, some good play. These kids were just like, the fielding they looked like they had glue stuck to the bottom of their shoes it was so bad it's I mean, kind of it was it was like funny for the first little bit and <laughs> i was like jesus christ i have to i can't watch this anymore yeah i like i said you're watching regionals i'm sure it gets better as you advance but i mean the future of baseball really in general is kind of down bad i mean no one their viewership's down across the board i mean that was the first down bad i ever had was the viewership on the all-star game and how horrible it was so if that's kind of what the future is going to be, if that's the product they're going to continue to put out and the stupid decisions they make, then I don't disagree. Like I haven't really, I've watched maybe four or five baseball games this year. That's it. I have the Cardinal game currently on in the background behind yeah, me. Yeah, I could give a fuck less. I know they're winning, but that's about it. I could give a shit less. Yeah. Currently they are. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's baseball. Also another thing, uh, probably down bad. A lot of betters that bet on the hall of fame game last weekend myself included Jesus. Uh, the fact you're betting on fucking preseason football is just, just that should show that you as a human being are down bad <laughs> yeah it, i am everyone was hammering the over so i was like fuck it why not i'll take the steelers and the over that's exactly what i did uh and then they scored 14 point 14 to 3 i think was the final so cowboys yeah. backups better hope Dak doesn't get hurt again or else you're fucked I mean, they were playing the backups upon backups. They never play anyone of importance that first game. If if it is, it's for a series, and that's it. And like, but all their backup quarterbacks played. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. Dallas. Yeah. Ben Denucci. Ben Denucci. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yikes. Yeah, hopefully, uh, Dak's got what Connor got and got that steel steel plate reinforced shin, which I'm sure we'll talk about that on the NFC preview. That's a good segue, but yeah. Anyone who bet on the uh, uh, hall of fame game last week, not only if you lost, are you down bad? You're just down bad in general, because if you're betting on preseason football, like you must have been chasing something. So um, yeah, hey, I did not, down bad. I've been betting on summer league basketball too. Oh my God. Jesus. At least they I, try. Yeah, I guess, but they're fighting just, for jobs. 
I'll, I'll reserve my football betting or really any like heavy betting until college football rolls, rolls around. Cause I'll be first, but I just can't no. wait. I know. I'm so fucking pumped. Like literally That's like, I, it's like betting on vast football is like no other sport. Baseball no, is not it's, as fun. Basketball is not as fun. Football. Oh, it's amazing. Gives me chills. It's amazing. Like baseball and basketball are no, like, yeah, I've, I've been waiting for this. I've really taken a backseat to gambling besides a few big bets here and there. Um, but uh, very excited for that. Again, NFC preview on this episode. We're going to roll into fantasy football next week um, and come at you uh, with some fantasy football shit. But let's dive into this. We're going to go NFC preview. Same thing we did last week. We're talking about the five best and five worst teams heading into 2021. Let's kick it off with the five best teams. Starting at the fifth best team, we'll go. We'll go five to one best team, one to five worst team. It's literally in the exact opposite order. I think. I think we should go the other way because it'll reveal our hand if we go bottom to top. We literally did that last week, but whatever. I don't. I don't care. Yeah, no, just switch it up a little bit. You know. All right. Just- uh, so I mean, the best team in the NFC in twenty twenty one is obvious um for everyone involved it's the tampa bay Buccaneers. the lions yeah no, it's the tampa bay buccaneers i mean yeah i think i mean they kept what all their starters correct literally every single starter they yeah. no team who has won the super bowl has ever done that after winning the super bowl so i mean point blank period i mean there's yeah, there's there's no is. argument there zero argument they um, also added Bronx. giovanni bernard like they needed to but Hey, if the shoe fits, they literally have a running for back it. for every down. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be phenomenal. And if are we spitting off records? Uh, I mean, we can. I obviously I have them winning winning the uh, the South. Um, I'm seeing like fourteen and three, thirteen and four. I have them at fourteen and three. Yeah, I mean, they, I just looked at their schedule and I'm like, I and how they finished off the year last year. So I don't know who's going to be be able to beat them. Like I, I gave some teams some wins where I'm like, yeah, they'll they'll drop a game here or there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same here. Um, one of those was like week 17 because I'm like they're not going to be playing anybody. Um, but who knows with Bruce Arians and Tom Brady's crazy ass, they might play all every single game. Uh, second best team in the NFC. This might be a little bit of a debate. I think we should both have the same team here. But... I have. You ready? Yeah. I have the Seattle Seahawks. Holy fuck. I do not have them up that high. I do have Seattle in my top five. Mine's the Green Bay Packers at number two. I have them in my top five. They they just worry me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers getting old. I know he's Aaron Rodgers, which is why I have them in my top five. But they got to start the fall off eventually of not drafting these offensive weapons for Aaron Rodgers. I think this is like their window this year to win something. Oh, um, this is it. This is it. This is this is their year. If it's if if they don't win anything, Aaron Rodgers is going to be walked. I'll, I'll, I'll dive into why the Packers. I think the Packers are second best. I'm really interested to hear why you think Seattle's the second best. Uh, that's that's a big stretch to me. Um, I think the Packers defense was a very very underrated piece that a lot of people overlooked last last from last year because of Aaron Rodgers' capabilities on the field. They ranked ninth in overall total defense, seventh in passing defense. They return 10 starters on that side of the ball, and they also add Eric Stokes, their first-round uh, draft selection. So I think their defense is going to get better. Jair Alexander was the highest-rated pro football-focused cornerback last season, um, and obviously having uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams doesn't hurt either. So 
I just think they return a bunch of stuff on the defense side of the ball who is underrated as well as add a, a good young rookie. I, I just, they're going to be a tough team to beat next to the Bucks. Yeah. It doesn't help that the more I looked at their division, the more I hated it. It's yeah. actually fairly easy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, like fairly easy. That's why, I mean, I have them in my top five. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see them being. You know, okay. That's fine. Hey, 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 we're, we don't need to agree on everything. That's, that's. People yeah. Why do you have the Seahawks? Yes. Yeah, um, the Seahawks, I mean, their offense is still going to be as good as it was. Russell Wilson. I know we trashed him a lot at the end of last year after he just completely fell off, but it is Russell Wilson. He's never had a losing season in his career. Um, and I think that him and DK Metcalf are only going to keep getting better and better together. Their defense does worry me. Yes. I mean, we've seen, we saw it a lot last year where they get up big in games, play prevent, play not to lose. And they let teams back in it. Yeah. 20, 22nd last year in total defense, 31st in passing defense. Yeah. So that, that does worry me. I think a lot of those numbers, though, are coming from they get up big, they stop playing, like, at their fullest, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. I can definitely see where they're coming. You're not going to be pressing guys when you're up 21 points, getting hurt, all that jazz. But I think it's something that they are going to have to address if they're going to be in this top spot, which I think that they will, and that's why I have them there. Yeah, so here's my worry about having really anyone from the NFC West ranked that high is I think they're going to beat the ever-living fucking piss out of each other. Like, that division is stupid. So, Which, I mean, I th- and I think a lot of – they're all going to be good too. I don't have a single team in the division having less than nine wins, but I have the Seahawks at 11 and six. Yeah, I actually have all the teams winning 10, winning 10 plus games in the NFC West, which is kind of crazy thing about that extra game helps out a little bit. But um, we'll talk more about that when we get to wild card and division winners. So um, right out of the gate, I have we both have the Bucks, the best team in the NFC. I have the Packers as, as the second best team. And Travis has the Seattle Seahawks as the second best team. Probably a surprise. But hey, we're here for hot takes. That's what we're known for. Let's dive into the third best team. In the NFC, this one might surprise you a little bit. From my end, I want to hear who you have as the as the third best team in the NFC. My third best team in the NFC pains me to say is the Los Angeles Rams. Don't have them in my top five. They're going to be good. Would not surprise me if they win that division. Uh, the addition of Matt Stafford is going to take this team to the next level. They're already 
you know, playoff contenders, playoff team with Jared Goff, who in my opinion is an absolute horrible quarterback. Now you had Matt Stafford, they have Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Deshaun Jackson on their team now. Tyler Higby, who is making uh, his up and coming uh, career last year. Um, the only thing that worries me is their backfield. They have Daryl Henderson yep. is their starting running back. But from what I saw from him in Memphis, he has a little bit of promise in him, and their defense is solid. So, I mean, I don't yeah. see them falling off. I only see them getting uh, Matt Stafford under center and I have them and the Seahawks uh, and a tie for their division at 11 and six. Okay. All right. I'll dive into my NFC West stuff. When we talk about division winners and stuff, um, I don't have the Rams in my top five. I just think that that division is too stacked. It, it's uh, I'll, I'll explain why I honestly, you could put anyone maybe besides the Cardinals in the top five of the NFC in the NFC. And I, I I'm not going to argue with you about it. Like I think the Niners the, I think the Niners are going to suck, but that's just me. You're crazy. That's if you not suck, but they're definitely not top five. Okay. Uh, you think the Cardinals would be ranked in the top five over the Niners? No, I wouldn't rank either of them, but I don't think the Niners are going to be good. Okay. We'll see. Um, my third rank, my third best team, in the NFC. Um, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Um, if Dak can return to Dak that we know with those weapons they have, um, you know, they have CD lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, uh, Zeke Elliott, uh, Pollard. They have that Blake Jarwin that came on last year without Dak. I mean, they have, they're just, they have so many weapons out there. Um, the defense is a bit worrisome, but playing in a very, very terrible NFC East, I think will help, will help that a lot. Also taking Micah Parsons at number 12 in the draft should help shore up that front seven. I think, I think that was a very good pick by them. They've needed so Parsons, Van Der Esch, and um, Jalen Smith as a linebacking core is going to be phenomenal. Um, I think Dallas has the potential to be really, really good just because of their division and who they get to play all all year long. I almost put them in my top five. They, I had three teams or two teams I had to kick out that all had the same record, and they were one of them. See, I did. I I just I put my top five just by doing research and analysis. I didn't do it by like who like after going through their schedules. I I mean, I just did it a little bit differently, which is fine. Um, who do you have as your fourth best team? So it's starting to get a little different. I think it's going to get even more different here. It's the Packers. Okay. So not there's not really much to say about that. I just okay. think that they're like you said, their window is small. Their offense is I think going to keep is only going to get worse from last year just because people are getting old. They're not adding anyone new. Hey, Randall Cobb. Jesus Christ. They That's a downgrade home. from what they had. They brought him home, man. Yeah. Randall Cobb. Maybe, I don't know, man. It's, it's maybe it's this hard. was 2010. It's hard to get a downgrade from uh who's the guy up there that drops balls. MVS drops balls. Like hey, he had a pretty good season last year. Yeah. Um, as long as they're not starting Kevin King at wide receiver, I think I think they'll be all right. That St. Brown's bad too. Yeah, Quanius St. Brown, that's who it is. So I'd, I'd rather have Randall Cobb over him. Um, so Travis has the Packers at number four. I have the Niners and my fourth best team. Uh, that defense, I think Bosa losing Bosa last year was was a massive downgrade and having him out all year long. And I think having Trey Lance waiting in the wings is going to 
provide Jimmy G with some fuel. I mean, that guy's always been – They've no one's ever really said, hey, you're the guy. Like, New England, he came in, he, he played well. They shipped him out of town because Tom Brady came back. Um, you know, last year he gets hurt and misses half the year, however long it was. And they're like, you know what, we don't trust you to come back and be healthy. We're, we're going to draft a quarterback. Trade up to draft a quarterback at number three. I think he's plays with, with a chip on his shoulder. Um, also, Fred Warner, I think, is one of the best linebackers in the league, and I think Brandon Ayuk's going to have a fantastic sophomore season. Um, I just think the Niners have a lot, a lot of talent out there on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. I think Jimmy G sucks. Trey Lance is going to be horrible. Their offense blows outside of Greg Kittle. Um, I know it's George. Don't come at me. Their offense sucks balls. It's horrible. And I don't care how good their defense is if they're going to score 15 points a game. We shall see. I might, I might be wrong, but just something tells me it's, it's hard to uh, count out a team that literally has a lot of pieces that was in the Super Bowl two, two years ago. I mean, last year, you can't really count last year because they, they were missing a lot of their team from that Super Bowl run. So, Yeah, because a lot of them get, are very injury prone, which could very well happen again. Exactly. It couldn't, it couldn't, but as it stands right now, they're healthy. But uh, number five, um, I won't say too much. I got Seattle. I'll let Travis rip off his, uh, his, his fifth best team in, in the NFC. I have the Saints. What? Um, I think that Jameis Winston. He's not the guaranteed starter, though. Starting. That's the problem. No one knows that he's going to start or not. I think he's going to. It would be an absolute moronic mistake if he doesn't. Taysom, Will, Taysom Hill can still Taysom come in. Wilson. Taysom Hill can still come in and win some games, even if he does start, but they'll realize pretty quickly that he's not the guy. They might drop a couple games because of it. But as of right now, Jameis Winston is the number one quarterback on their depth chart. And then you can't trust I'll, any depth chart you read online, especially on, on, a, on a Sean Payton team. Okay. Regardless of the fact, Jameis Winston, he – Led the whole NFL in passing yards two seasons ago. They would be stupid to not start him. Alvin Kamara, I mean, he's going to come in and do Alvin Kamara things. The offense is designed around him, so as long as they have someone that can get the ball off, they should be all right. Uh, I just think that the offense around him in that division that's not so great, uh, they'll be able to to do good things. Yeah, not so great outside of the defending Super Bowl champs, but I, I you know, the other the other two teams behind them are absolutely fucking atrocious. We'll talk about yeah, them well. behind them. We'll talk about it. Are yeah, horrible. They're, they're terrible. My, okay. What about the whole Michael? We're talking about the saints. You have them in your top five. I don't have them in my, in my top five. Um, why do you think that? like, what about the whole Michael Thomas stuff? Like if, if they lose Michael Thomas, they trade him. Like, I think that drastically hurts their offensive output. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously that's just saying for you, Hey, what if the 49ers go and they traded fucking Bosa and Fred Warner? Like things would change. Yeah, except Michael Thomas literally asked for a trade today, though. Did you see that? Dude, Xavier Howard asked for a trade last week. So the same shit happens. Yeah, it's, I'm true. so tired of the NFL and these players whining to try to get their way. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't have the same. They're not going to trade him, I don't think. That would be stupid. They'd be trading away their whole season. Well, is, isn't he hurt too? Does he have some fucking like lingering ankle issue? Like, I don't know what it is. That guy hasn't been healthy for two seasons. I was going to say he's been hurt for his whole career. Yeah. But I mean, obviously they have to have him just like they'd have to have Jameis. 
for them to be in this five spot. Okay, so if they're going to be like, nope, Taysom Hill's our starting quarterback, like, do you take him immediately out of your top five? Do you have, like, a reserve? I feel like the Saints are, like, an asterisk mark right now. Yeah, they are. And I told you I had two teams I kicked out uh, waiting, lingering, and the shadows behind would be the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And lingering in the shadows behind the Dallas Cowboys would be the Arizona Cardinals. Don't mind both those. I do not. I think, I think those are, those are two good picks right there. Because outside of honestly, what? One, two, three, four, five, seven to eight teams. I think the NFC is horrible. Oh, it's atrocious. Like I'm like, I'm looking at my playoff teams right now, which is seven this year. And the, Eight seeded team, okay, they're decent. Eight seed probably gonna get boned, but then after that, eight to nine is is bad. So I that's I, what I'm saying. After yeah. after eight teams, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you there. So, um, all right, well we, that's that's our top five. Let's run to the bottom five. Bottom five, you want to do five to one then? Yes. All right, fifth worst. Uh, fifth worst. Yeah. Who you got? No, 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 no. Worst. Worst to fifth worst. All right, we because so I think doing, our worst is going to be very similar. Yeah, the Lions are the worst team in the NFC. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you had Matthew Stafford on that team and they sucked, and then you add a significantly worse quarterback. You lose your best wide receiver. Yeah, and you're horrible. They're terrible. Their defense sucks. They have a terrible quarterback and no wide receivers to throw to. And their head coach is a literal psychopath and has them doing Oklahoma drills. So, I mean, did you hear that? Is it Matt? Is Matt Patricia still their head coach? No, he got fired. It's, it's Dan Campbell. Dan, what, who, who's he the old coach of? Dan Campbell. Um, he was a coordinator. I can't remember where he was at before he came here. Uh, he was the interim coach at Miami for a few games way back in the day. That's his only head coaching experience. So, yeah, I mean, their offense goes Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift, who outside of running the ball can't catch cold. <laughs> Obviously, he dropped a game winning touchdown pass last year. Tyrell Williams, who's their best receiver behind Rashad Perriman and Quintez Cephas. Yikes. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, no doubt about it. They're going to be terrible. Second worst team is we're probably going to have the same team here. I have the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they are my third. I have the Atlanta Falcons. So if the Atlanta Falcons, you can, Atlanta Falcons are my third. You can flip flop them. I think they're going to have the same shitty ass record. They're going to be the same shitty ass team. I have, I have them both at four and thirteen. Uh, I have the Falcons at three and fourteen. Panthers at four and thirteen. Yeah. Um, so like very, but very, very similar, interchangeable teams there. Yeah. Anyone. No offense to our to our boy Brandon Key, who's been on the show. It dri- drives the, t- the children for this car. He said he saw the Carolina Panthers starting out five and one. I don't see it. I don't even have uh, them winning five games. No, I don't care if you have the best running back in the league. The, f- the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, you have Sam Darnold taking the snaps for you. It's a recipe for disaster. I've watched them play numerous games, playing the Dolphins. That's all I'm really going to say about that. I mean, I know they have some talented receivers. I mean. The people saying that Sam Darnold, like, oh, scenery changes, he's gonna come in and do different things. No, you he's horrible. The dude, all he knows how to do is throw picks, and he has to play the Bucks twice a year and the Saints twice a year, which honestly the Saints have a pretty decent secondary, and they're they're just gonna eat him up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't disagree. Now, Falcons, on the other hand, losing Julio Jones automatically catapulted them way down on this list. 
Um, Ridley is a very reliable number one. But at the end of the day, when you have fucking noodle arm Matt Ryan throwing the ball, I mean, he can't throw more than probably 25 yards down the field. They also lost two key safeties, Ricardo Allen, Keanu Neal, uh, Gurley left. So now they got Mike Davis running the ball as their main running back, who hasn't had more than five, who's only rushed for more than 500 yards once in a season. Again, one time he's rushed for more than 500 yards. So I mean, it's going to be the, it's going to be the Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts show. I mean, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a that's what I it still, is. They're yeah. gonna have to literally design plays for Kyle Pitts because Matt Ryan, like you said, can't throw the ball farther than thirty yards, uh, and that's kind of Calvin Ridley's specialty. So he's gonna catch yeah. two to three passes a game, and the rest is gonna be Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So Kyle Pitts, honestly, is gonna be a very, very highly sought after piece in fantasy football. I'm sure because that's he's gonna be the guy in that offense. I think as a rookie, and their defensive line is horrendous. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like in your fantasy football draft, like you're talking about a scenario where Kyle Pitts could be a number two, number three tight end. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. And that offense, he fits yeah. well just because he's going to get high volume. Yeah, it also depends on how you do scoring and stuff, but we'll talk more about fantasy that next week. But that's that's a very good point. I mean, they have no weapons out, out there. Um, yeah, Atlanta's not going to be good. And I told Travis, every year we've had, this is the third year, We've done this podcast, like previews, stuff like that. The last two seasons, I was so high on Atlanta. I was like, you know, they're going to turn it around. They're going to be so good. You know, last year with Julio and Calvin, they always end up making me put my fucking foot in my mouth. So I'm, now I'm putting them in the in the trash. Of, of the and we were talking about how the, the, when I was talking about the Saints, the rest the, the division's not good. Yes, they do have the Bucks, but then they have the second and third worst teams in the NFC in their division. So, yeah. Falcons and Panthers. Uh, who's your fourth worst team? I think we might get a little discrepancies here. But we'll My fourth worst team is the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Um, that division is, which I, and I could be totally wrong. That division is so tough. I am not on the Jalen Hurts train. The, the NFC, all. wait, wait, wait. The NFC East is tough? What are you talking about? I think it's tough to see, like, how they're going to do, how each team's going to pan out, because okay. they all suck. It's going to be just like last year. I think Dallas is going to run away with it, but they're going to run away with it. But I could see a team, one of the teams, I don't know who giving him a run for their money and in the division, like being like right there, but Dallas is easily going to win it. I have them winning it, but their team is just bad. They had, they've had this stigma of not having wide receivers, wide receivers that drop the ball. Uh, I think Jalen hurts is average at best. And then behind him, you got Miles Sanders, Devonta Smith, who now has an injury, Jalen Rieger, who is average, and Greg Ward. I mean, their their team is not good. No, yeah, they're not. Um, they are like a team that I have right on the outside of my top five, but they're de- they're definitely down there or bottom five. Sorry, bottom five of the NFC for sure. Um, don't disagree with you there. Mine is the New York Giants, so another team from that division. I am sorry, Daniel Jones is not the guy, and I don't care how many no. fucking. How many people are going to be like, oh, just give him another chance in Joe Judge's system? 
Well, motherfuckers, his passer rating dipped by seven plus points last year, and he threw for 13 less touchdowns last year than his rookie season. You are not supposed to get worse from your rookie year to year two. By, by that much. To, yeah, by that much. I understand a little bit. You're supposed to get better. He regressed. Um, but they're going to say those, they're going to make the argument that they're adding Kenny Galladay. Oh, my God. A fucking middle tier receiver is going to make him that much better. Now you're talking about if they would have went out and got Julio Jones or somebody like that. Absolutely. That guy well, can make Daniel Jones better. You know who made Kenny Galladay is Matt Stafford. Now you're yeah. not going to have a quarterback like Matt Stafford throwing to him. No. And I don't know. And everyone's going to be like, well, their defense, blah, blah. I don't care. Like Joe Judge. I had, yeah. I had the Giants sitting right there with the Eagles. Same record. It's just which one I wanted to put with them. In the so did you put them, did you put the Giants at five? Then? I did not. Okay. Uh, I just, I'm, that's all I got to say. I, Joe Judge better move on from Daniel Jones if he wants to keep his job after this year. That's that's going to be a saving grace because I don't, don't do not think they're going to be good. And everyone's saying, oh, the Giants might be a surprise pick to win the NFC East. Can fuck off. No way in hell it's happening. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. My number five team was a team that kind of might come to a surprise to somebody or some people. It's the Minnesota Vikings. No, they're not going to be good. This, uh, I've backed Kirk Cousins for too long now. Um, I'm I'm not going to say I hate him, like the guy, like him as a dude. He's a freaking gamer, but uh, he's just not, he's not the guy to take you to the promised land. He turns the ball over way too much. No, absolutely. Yeah. And um, I don't disagree with that. My number five. And they have a very, very tough schedule. Yeah. My uh my fifth worst team is one that you're probably not gonna like. Um, it's the Washington football team. I I know that they've improved in, in areas. I just think they were so bad last year. I don't. I mean, they make it a little bit better, but I don't. I mean, I have them winning seven games, so it's not like I, I'm totally against you. Yeah, I mean, and that seven could e- very easily be five, which is yeah. I have I have, I had them like that five five to six range. Um, it's, I mean, I was, I was generous with some games. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I think that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like blown out of my shoes. Should they win nine games, but I have them in the seven game range and I wouldn't be blown out of my shoes if they win five games. It honestly, like, this is going to sound crazy to say it honestly depends on what Ryan Fitzpatrick shows up. Like, which, like, are we going to, are they going to get um, Buffalo bills, Ryan Fitzpatrick, or are they can get Miami dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick, because they get Miami dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think they go nine and eight. Yeah, absolutely. If they get Buffalo Bills or New York Giants, Ryan Fitzpatrick, then they're going. They're going to go fucking four and twelve, or whatever yeah. it is. Like it just, they're just such a question mark. Um, I also had the Eagles right outside there as well. I also had the Bears right outside there as well. The Bears were a little higher on mine, just because, like we said, I think that division sucks. I think Justin Fields is the second best quarterback already heading into that division. Uh, yeah he's ahead of Kirk Cousins in my mind, just of what the potential he has. And obviously ahead of Jared Goff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and, their, and their defense has, has always been solid. Yeah. So uh, outside that's of that, who have we not teams. touched on is the thing we've touched on just about everyone. We really haven't talked too much about the Arizona Cardinals. <gasps> they are right there in the middle of everything. They're a huge question mark to me. They could be, they could win 11 games or they could win eight games. Yeah, if they win eight games, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury are in trouble. Uh, I actually think they're going to be better, and we're going to dive into that here in a few minutes when we go over our division winners and their odds to win the division and then the wild card teams as well. We're basically going to give you 
all seven of our playoff teams from the NFC and how we see it panning out. But before, before we do that, let's get dive into some gambling stuff. Um, let's talk about um, the your bet your favorite win totals on the year for the NFC. I have quite a, I have I liked a lot more from the NFC than I did from the AFC. I have seven. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. I also have seven as well. I have a couple unders and a couple overs. So I as well. I only have one over. Oh no shit. I have four overs and three unders. So what's your over? Because I talked about how much I hate the NFC. What's your over then? My over is the Bucks. Twelve. Easy. Yep. Yep. I have them at four. I, yeah. I have them over 12. I have them winning 14 games. They won 11 last year after a rocky start in one less game on the schedule. So mm-hmm. uh, I think Vegas has given everyone a softball there with that over. It's kind of like the chiefs. They're both sitting at 12. Them and the bucks. Super, like they're the highest. And you add that extra game. Absolutely over. Watch them start out the year. zero and five. That would suck. I <laughs> doubt that happens, but that would suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Go ahead. What else you got? I got a, I got a couple more overs, uh, three more overs to be exact. All right, I have Lions under four and a half. I also have that one. I think it's a lock. I think they might win two games tops. Yeah, I had them. We I had them at three wins. It's like okay, cool. Maybe they get to four, but it's like do not see them at five. Absolutely not. No, under four like that's like almost a guaranteed lock for me. Um, is that under four and a half? Um. I also have the Panthers under seven and a half. Yep, I do too. I think, I think this is my favorite pick out of all of them. Yeah, we had them at three. I had them at four wins. They need to double the amount of wins that I had them allotted for. And to me, I'm not saying that I'm going to hammer all these on the head when I'm looking at the games. And for them to have to double it, no way. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, definitely not. I mean, eight games is way too many. So, what's your what's your what's your next one? You like? Um, I have Vikings under nine. Okay, I can rock with that. That nine okay, that does scare me a little bit because that's a very that's a team I could very well see going nine and eight though. Then you push nine and eight, whatever. Push ten yeah. wins though. This team winning ten games, no way. Not gonna see it. Yeah, I, see. I had them at six. So again, I'm giving them three games there. I'll yeah. take it. My next one, I'm, I'm going to break our streak of unders here. I got the Cowboys over nine. I think they absolutely have to at least do that to win that division. Um, I think they're a 10, 11 win team. So over nine is, is to me, feels fairly safe there. I had them at 10 wins. I could see them getting to 11. I just wasn't comfortable taking that extra. Yeah, but it's not nine and a half. So it's kind of the same scenario as the Vikings. Like, you yeah. think they're going to at least, they have to at least win nine to win that division. So, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's very true. But you get the same instance, Dak hurts his foot again, they're fucked. Yeah, exactly. Like that, I mean, that whole team is riding on Dak. They call it a gamble for a reason, Travis. That is exactly true. But I'm staying away from I don't hate it, but I'll, I would stay away from it yeah. personally. My next one, I have under 10.5 for the 49ers. I think whether or not they're good or not, 10.5 is extremely high. I don't think that that they're winning 11 games. They could go 10 and six or 10 and seven and make the wild card or compete for the division. Yeah. But 11 games like that's you're winning the division. You're basically saying they're going to win the division. I don't hate that. And I don't love it. Um, 
I'm indifferent there because that's a team that's got to win. That's they have a. This is going to sound weird to say a win window of like nine to thirteen games, in my opinion. Like that's that's the window for the for the Forty ers So you said it was ten and a half. Ten and a half. It's right in the middle. Uh, yeah, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, I would like kind of like your pick. Kind of like whenever. I said over nine for the Cowboys that I'm going to, I would stay away from, but again, it's a gamble for a reason. Um, This one, I'm surprised you didn't have this one on your list. You know, the Packers right now is only over 10. Now I don't know if that's changed since all the, all the Rogers drama, but their win totals over under 10. I have them at 10 and seven winning the division. Uh, I had them at like 13 and something or like 12 and something. I can't remember winning the division at that. I, I love the Packers over of 10. I mean, I want to know. I wonder what their odds are to win that division. I can tell you right now, it is minus one fifty. So, all right, uh, that is way better. Scratch, scratch the win total because I think they're winning the division by a landslide. Yeah, and you're, and it's just like an extra, probably like thirty points. Yeah, it was minus one twenty on the on the over ten, and minus yep. one fifty for them to win to win the division. Extra thirty points to take the division, dude. Honestly, that's a that's I know it's a it's a long play, but that's a lock. Yeah, that's a that's a lock to put a a chunk of change on right there. Yeah. I like that a lot. So, um, like, the, is Packers win the NFC North like our favorite like bet of going in the NFC? That's that's the one I've seen so far. That I'd have to look at some others. I don't. I'm sure. Uh, we can we can go after these win totals. We'll we'll follow it up with some of the division favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my, uh, my next one is the yeah, Washington football team under eight and a half. Yeah, that's my last one too. Yeah, I have one more, but that's okay. that's mine. Um, I just think that I mean nine games. We yeah, talked about we, we, like we just said, Ryan Fitzpatrick would literally have to play some of the best football he's ever played in his life for that team to win nine games. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I max him out at nine, and that would be a lot uh yeah. my next one is the falcons under seven and a half yeah falcons and panthers I, I didn't throw them both on there i would like both those um so a lot of unders from us here we got lions under four and a half panthers under seven and a half washington football team under eight and a half travis also threw in the falcons under seven and a half and the vikings um, under nine vikings under nine a couple overs are both Tampa bay over 12 we liked packers over 10 but might just want to look at them to win the division instead I like Cowboys over nine and Cardinals. Oh, my! Oh, sorry. I have one more too. Cardinals over eight and a half. I don't see them only winning eight games. Yeah, that's tough. I have them as a wild card team. Yeah, winning ten games, but it kind of scares me. So it like, does, I like, have you, them winning that really amount, see, but it scares me. Yeah. Do you really see them as like? I just don't think. I don't think there's a scenario where. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury can go eight and nine and justify saying, Hey, bring us back next year. Is it eight and a half or is it eight? Eight and a half. Okay. If it was eight, I would be all aboard because there's no way that they go worse than that. But eight, it's like, I don't know, a couple bad games away. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I mean, that's just, but I do like it. That's what we got there. So check out those, uh, those win totals. Um, again, we will put out, try to put, I know we did put out a graphic last week. We were a little busy with Travis's bachelor party. We're going to start doing graphics every week for our stuff going forward, um, or at least try to. So we'll definitely have one out for this um, so, to, so you guys can take a look at. Division winners and wild card teams, let's kick it off with the NFC North. We both said the Packers. Um, I had them at 13-4. and four. 
They're going to win it by a mile. Like you said, minus 150 feels, feels like a very, very good safe bet. I Yeah, and I had them at a very, very low end, 10 and 7, uh, but still winning division. Team right behind them, I had the Bears at 8 and 9. I had, I had the Vikings at 8 and 9. So, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, realistically – they win this division by at least three games. Yeah, I think so. So minus 150, Packers win the North. Take that to the bank. Go to DraftKings if you're eligible to or do whatever you do, gambling, Bavada, wherever it is, and hammer that. Uh, next one we can do that's, that's I think, is an easy one, is the NFC South. It's obviously the Bucks are going to win that division. They're minus 200. That's a little bit too much juice for me to wait all season on. Um, but, I mean, that's, a, again, another lock. You're right. Like, just say, "Hey, I'm gonna go throw 50 bucks on this," you know, and just. But then you're only you're only winning 25. Not really worth it. That's what I'm saying. Like to to do a full 17 game, 18 week season. No, no, yeah, 17 game, 18 week season. To wait that long for a future to hit is not worth it in my eyes. Now I could lay like. Do you want to hear a? Do you want to hear a really good bet for the NFC South? What's that? Saints to finish second plus 200. Why is that even a fucking bet? All finishing positions on DraftKings are on there. No, I mean, like, why is that even, why is that so high? Like, uh, that's the, and that's the favorite at plus 200 is their finishing position. So that's a good one, too. So Bucks to win the division and then Saints to get second. Saints to get second in that division is probably a better bet at plus 200, obviously. So, yeah. Take with that what you will. I just can't believe that's so high. That's insane. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Just wow. because I guess they think that the Panthers and Falcons are going to give a run for their money, which I don't see happening. No, me neither. Absolutely. We had, I mean, just thinking about it, we had that as such a disparaging difference. We had them winning three and four games and the Bucks winning 13, 14. It's a lock for the Saints to win second. Yeah, absolutely. Again, we could be very, very wrong, but this this is just our opinion. And obviously, if you're listening to us, you give a shit. So, um, NFC East, I think this is another easy bet, too, to be honest with you. Dallas Cowboys at plus 130. Um, yeah, plus you, 130, plus 125 uh, on DraftKings. Like, that is easy. Yeah. That is easy. easy. Yeah. Again, but like you said. If I wasn't so impatient, I, if I had just $1,000 to spread around on these bets, I would do it. Yeah. But I'm so fucking impatient. You know what? Fuck it. I might just do it. But I was going to say, yeah. I mean, these futures, like, that's when, like, before, like two weeks before the season starts, that's when you think, hey, I'm going to take a good chunk of change before I start my weekly gambling and just go put out, you know, a bunch of futures. And then it's, let it would essentially go. be like, hey, instead of taking some money out of my savings, I'm not, we are not financial advisors. If you want, <laughs> if you have problems, uh, contact help. But one eight hundred bets off. Exactly. I have, we I think we might have to legally say that we're not financial advisors, so don't come knocking my door down for money. But if you are investing and you're like, hey, I'm going to take some money out of my savings and go invest, that's essentially what this is. You could lose or you could win over the course of four months. Yeah, exactly what it is. So, Cowboys at plus one thirty to win that division feels like a damn good lock to me. You know, I I don't see any other team in that division. Honestly, the Washington football team would be the only other team that I think that can win that division. Point blank period. Washington football team, where are they at? To finish second in that division is plus 200 as well. Yeah. 
I would not bet that we're doing one bet per conference per division. Yeah. And Dallas at plus one twenty five, plus one thirty is phenomenal odds. Absolutely. But then you get to a the NFC West where they're all at plus odds to win the division because this division is so stupid. It's tough. Um, I have. I know I had the Niners ranked higher than the Seahawks on my top five. I actually have Seattle winning this division at 13 and four or 12 and five. One of the two, probably 12 and five is more realistic. And honestly, it might come down to a tiebreaker in this division. Seattle to win this division is the least favorite. They're more favorited to get fourth than first. Yeah. It's plus 300. Yep. It's insane. I'm now, this is one where I'm like, would not count that. Would stay away. Would stay away. Nah, if I'm gonna hit one, I would probably, I'd probably do the Hawks and the Niners, in my opinion, because those are probably the two highest. Well, the Cardinals probably. I'll do the Hawks and Rams. I'm not sure where the Rams are at though. <clears throat> yeah, I got them right here. Sorry, I should have been doing this too. I should have been helping you out. Um, the Rams are plus one seventy five. I got yeah, I got plus two hundred on mybookie.ag. So. Yeah, so either way, uh, pretty pretty decent. Um, yeah, I, but do you, do you have do you have Seattle winning it? Or I think you. you I have Seattle. Win. I have Seattle and LA, uh, both at eleven and six, but Seattle with the tiebreak. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay, so Seattle. Uh, that's our pick plus three hundred. Take it to the bank if you want to. If not, then you know the other two though. The ones that we love, absolutely love, is Green Bay winning the division. Tampa Bay winning or no. no Green Bay winning the division Saints finishing second and Cowboys winning the division. Yeah. Those are absolutely three that I would definitely touch and, and, and hit on. I will touch. I will um, say that right now. And Jesus, these over under so bad. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Dude. Oh, God damn. Yeah. What a dipshit. What a, what an idiot. What a, yeah. num- what a dill weed. Regardless of the fact, I had to throw that in there. I thought it was kind of funny. Sorry, may not have been. Dry humor. Yeah. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those over-unders. Loved them. I don't even remember the ones from last episode, but the over-unders this season, I feel like we could just kill. Yeah, we're definitely, like I said, this week, we're going to have to put out a big uh, graphic of our NFC and our AFC ones you didn't do in last week, plugging this week's episode. Um, what are your wild card teams? I honestly, the rest, all my three wild card teams are from the NFC West. Yeah, so I got Bucks, Seahawks, Cowboys, Packers, all winning the division. I have in order: uh, Rams, Saints, Cardinals. Oh, so you don't have all you don't you have the Niners missing it. I have Seattle winning it, and then I have my wild card teams are um, Niners, Rams, Cardinals. Yeah, uh, you can flip flop. The only other team, like I said, that I could see making it uh, in the NFC would be the Niners. Like I have the top eight. Unfortunately, they were the ones to get kicked out, kind of like the AFC was last year, where it was like the Dolphins. Yeah. Who the only ones to get kicked out. That's how I had the NFC this year. Yeah, I had I had New Orleans at, at on the outside looking in for mine. They were at 10 and 7, which that's why I, I have think... them at making it. I just have the Niners at nine and eight. Yeah. I, I when I ran through all mine, I had only one 10 win team making it into the playoffs. And that was out of the AFC. Um, that's this extra game is going to fuck a lot of shit up. I think in terms of like, you think you normally you get the 10 wins. You're guaranteed like the dolphins get winning 10 wins, 10 games last year. And I'm making it was a damn travesty. So um, 
yeah, we'll see how it kind of plays out here. So um, that is pretty much our wrap. Nope, nope. We got uh, we got rookie of the year and MVP. Forgot about those rookie of the year. Even though they aren't technical odds um, for the division, we're going to give our own personal division rookie of the year and MVP odds. Uh, not division, but you mean conference. God, mother, I did that last week too. Yeah, yeah. So Talks anyway, I don't know why. Yeah, well, because you call once well, it's leagues and major league baseball, whatever. Uh, my NFC rookie of the year. Um, I actually, I'm going to do Justin Fields. Uh, That's who I have as well. I know it's kind of easy and kind of straightforward, but I don't see it being Trey Lance or Kyle Pitts. No, I don't see it happening. It's not going to go to a tight end now, unless he gets the volume that he gets that we think he's going to get potentially. I just don't see the Falcons being that good. I can see the bears sneakily being like in that. I have them like in a, in a win range of like seven to 10. I think the bears could win 10 games. Um, but yeah, I, see I do too. Yeah. It, I didn't make them that high because we still have yet to see how Justin Fields goes in. Can't be worse than Mitch Trubisky and the bears were decent with Mitch Trubisky. So yeah, who knows? Which begs the question about the bears. I just want to talk about this real quick. They have three quarterbacks on the roster. All three quarterbacks could be starting somewhere. They got obviously Justin Fields. They got um, Andy Dalton and they still have Nick Foles. Who do they cut? Or do they try to trade one of those before the season starts? Like what's, what's your move there? Cause you can only normally most teams only carry two quarterbacks and to get that third quarterback on your practice squad, he has to clear waivers and none of those guys are, are, are going to clear waivers. It sounds kind of crazy. Uh, and, but if we're going the route of cutting one or getting rid of one, I would get rid of Nick Foles. Cause outside of like that little stint that he had where he did really well, uh, he wasn't really good when he came in outside of that Super Bowl win. Whereas you'll get Andy Dalton. And I just showed Jarrett pictures of him the other day. Dude, he looks like guys, a grown go, man. Go, go Google Andy Dalton. He looks good. He is fucking jacked right now, dude. Yeah, he looks very good. He looks like he could be an Avenger. Yeah, seriously, he he looks like <laughs> he looks like the redheaded Captain America. Mm-hmm. If if Gingers had souls, he would be Captain America. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> if I'm get if I'm cutting one, it'd be Nick Foles. I, I would agree with that too. I mean, he, uh, there's, there's some spots he could go to Indies. Indies a good landing spot. Um, I, I think when it comes to like having a backup quarterback, I think Andy Dalton's embraced that role a little bit better after he got, after he left Cincinnati. Um, that's where he was last year. That's who was the backup quarterback in Dallas. It was Andy Dalton. Yeah. If you think about, if you think about it, the Colts should pick up Nick Foles because Last time he came in for Carson Wentz, they won the Super Bowl. Exactly, and it was under <laughs> and it was under Frank Reich, who's the head Boom. coach. Two hundred IQ at Indy. There you go. Hell yeah. Um, Justin Fields is our rookie of the year, obviously for the NFC NFC MVP. This can go a variety of different ways. I know we're going to disagree on this. We're going to have differing picks, but so I'll let you want me to go first. Uh, no, I'll go first because yeah, mine's super simple, and I don't really have a lot to say. I think the guy doesn't fall off again just because. It was hard for me to pick. I'm just going with the player that I think is the best player in the NFC, and that's Russell Wilson. He's not going to get the overall MVP, but he may be the MVP of the NFC, an award that doesn't exist. Maybe we can mail him something. I don't fucking know if he actually does yeah, it. So. I'll mail him a shirt myself. There you go. Um, I don't hate that pick. Mine's Aaron Rodgers. It's an easy – it's a, it's a boring pick. I just think – that. Yeah, I think he's going to go on a, on a revenge tour, essentially. Like, he's going to be – coming out of the gates firing and looking for blood. So I just I highly doubt it goes this way, but like, there's like, I just have something in my gut. That's like, he comes out and it's just like 
don't give a fuck. Like he could like throw six picks, doesn't care. That would be totally anti Aaron Rodgers, but maybe who sees just the way that he has uh, acted this off season and kind of handled himself, handled the situation that he's just like kind of putting off that vibe to me. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, again, it's I definitely don't see it. I don't see it happening, but like, it's just like sitting and it's sitting on the back of my head. That's been constant. That's why I also had them at 10 and seven. All right. So who's your Super Bowl team from the NFC then? Sucks. It's super lame. It's the Bucks. I mean, that's who I wanted to pick. I didn't pick them just because I did. I just because I knew you were going to do it. I'm. I. I did. Mine's not any better. Uh, it's the Packers. Um, they are the Packers. Now the Bucks are still good odds to like. If you think they're going to win that 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 conference, I mean, they're plus uh, three hundred. Plus three hundred. The Packers are plus six hundred. So I mean, um, you know, if you if you think if you really think the Bucks are going to get it done, that's that's not a bad that's not a, a bad bet at all. Again, mine just that that Rogers revenge tour is my only reason why why I picked the Packers. Yeah, I hear you there. Um, so you would have you would have a repeat of the Super Bowl, Bucks Chiefs because we had the Chiefs last episode. It's and just so I would hard have, to not do it right now. Yeah, and I would have Packers Chiefs, which would be, to be honest with you, we should have had Packers Chiefs. Packers fucking blew that game in the NFC Championship game. We had a lot of money in a lot of different ways on the Packers in the NFC Championship game, and they shot us in the foot. So. That sucked, but that is our NFC preview. Again, if you haven't, if you listen to this entire episode and did not listen to the AFC preview, go check that out now. It's episode 127. This has been episode 128 of Two Jump Brothers in a Podcast. If you listen this far, I got a little, I got a few uh, exciting announcements for you. Travis doesn't really know this yet, but the podcast network that sponsors that we're sponsored with or, or we're part of, Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, they're rolling out a radio network, an online radio network. We're gonna play our show which is basically gonna be like a version of our podcast because i have to like edit it some more and stuff it's gonna be on thursdays at 5 p.m so it's gonna be on this online radio show more to more details will come out about that um but also we're gonna be rolling out a patreon this year this is something that i've been just like kind of like spinning the wheels on because our podcast we only do it weekly we're busy guys like we can't really do props we can't do like if something big changes or anything like that so what we're going to do is weekly on our gambling podcasts, on our weekly episodes, we're going to give you picks, obviously our top five, like we always do primetime games, shit like that. But we're going to have you guys subscribe to Patreon. Should you want to with our full cards that weekend, we're going to do college football. We're going to do NFL props, put out little articles on Sunday mornings. Some future stuff will come for the season starts. I think it'll be really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, what Jared said, not really much follow up on that. Gonna be awesome. We have a lot of stuff coming up for you. It's like our big time of the year. It's like Christmas for us. We're super excited for NFL. A lot of stuff to come. We're gonna try to keep rolling on with it. Just hit finally a thousand followers today on Twitter. So I saw that round of applause of that. Good shit. Uh, hopefully, big things the NFL season coming up. And uh, yeah, so then we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Peace out. Nice guy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.